From COK Studios in Mary Louise Kelly's Conservatory, this is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Dinah Jones-Mallow. On today's show, we'll consider how former Republican presidential candidate Donald Trump is going to jail for tax fraud. We'll also consider an exclusive interview with President Hillary Clinton about how she feels her first two years in office have gone. And we'll consider that all the best shows have at least one episode that takes place in an alternate universe. Stay with us. Support for Consider Our Knowledge comes from Max Waxing Studio, the only waxing studio for men by men. Come by today and Max will wax your back, crack, and sack in just 45 minutes or your money back. And the Handbasket Foundation, delivering handbaskets to all Americans so that every citizen has a decent receptacle to go to hell in. Visit handbasket.org to get yours today. This is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Dinah Jones-Mallow. It's been a rough week for Republicans, with Democrat Beto O'Rourke beating Texas Senator Ted Cruz by nearly 25 points in a recent poll, the arrest of Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell for illegally funneling money into an offshore account, and grisly accidents involving Utah Senator Orrin Hatch and South Carolina Senator Lindsey Graham. Senator Hatch tragically had his penis pulled off by a thresher while visiting a farm equipment manufacturing plant. And Senator Graham fell down a mine shaft during a tour of a coal mining facility, breaking both legs and somehow also having his penis ripped off. Both men will now be forced into abstinence, which, given their stances on abortion, should suit them just fine. With all this news, it's hard to think that it could be any worse for the GOP, but the New York Times broke a story late last week that has now led to the arrest of former Republican presidential candidate Donald Trump. The Times report shows that Trump and his father, Fred, were engaged in very dubious schemes to avoid paying taxes, with some of those considered fraud. Trump was arrested at his home in Trump Tower on Saturday by the FBI, and now he faces up to 15 counts of tax fraud and tax evasion. It is a huge blow to Mr. Trump, who was just getting ready to launch a new TV show for NBC. So you think you're hotter than my daughter. Joining us now to discuss Trump's and the Republicans' recent woes are senior gossip reporter and popular teenage girl Melissa Reynolds and tax law expert Kyle Wainwright. Welcome to you both. Hey. Hello. Melissa, before we get into the Trump tax fraud situation, what are you hearing about the arrest of Mitch McConnell? Well, Dinah, it is tote cray-cray. My friend Gretchen's older brother Tyson's best friend Mitch is, like, pretty high up in the Justice Department, and he told me that Mitch McConnell has been taking campaign money for personal use and putting it in an offshore account for years. It's, like, wicked bad. Indeed. What do you think his next move will be? Oh, he's totes denying it, but there's a long paper trail that points right back at his gross old face. I think Attorney General Michelle Obama is going to go after him hard. Well, that wouldn't surprise me a bit after what he did to her husband. I guess he'll be retreating back into his shell company. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Melissa. No problem. Mr. Wainwright, you've been tracking the Trump tax situation since the 2016 election. Tell us why this information is just now coming out. But there was obviously a lot of people curious about Trump's taxes during the election. But after it was over and he lost, people just forgot about it. 
Then last July, when Melania Trump filed for divorce and moved to the south of France with her new lover, Anthony the Mooch Scaramucci, her lawyers got access to some of Trump's tax records. And that prompted the New York Times investigation? Not exactly. The Times got wind of some of the tax stuff, but it was only when Melania decided to sue Donald for half his estate that they really ramped up their investigation. Nobody knew how much that actually was, not even Donald himself. It literally took the lawyers and everyone this long to get through all the messy tax dodges and dummy companies and fake accounts. What is next for Trump now that this bombshell has dropped and he's been caught? Well, he's screwed. I mean, royally screwed. Whatever taxes he owes, and believe me, it's a lot, he'll have to pay back and then whatever's left will go to Melania. I'm told she and the Mooch are planning to open a store that sells jackets with sayings on the back. It will thankfully spare us from his new reality show and his line of poorly made golden baby cribs. So you think Trump will be going to jail? For sure. He'll probably end up as some bad man's boyfriend. At least we can hope. Well, that sounds very fitting. Thank you for the time today. You're very welcome. That was tax law expert Kyle Wainwright. You're listening to Consider Our Knowledge. Now we turn to President Hillary Clinton. As the Republicans have been having a difficult time, President Clinton has had an historic first two years as president. I sat down with her at the White House last week to talk about her accomplishments ahead of the 2018 midterm elections. Here is that interview. President Clinton, welcome to Consider Our Knowledge. Thank you very much. Looking back on the past two years, what would you say are your greatest accomplishments? Just getting elected, first off. We very nearly didn't win. But I think that despite not having a strong mandate, our administration has been very productive. I credit our friends in the House and Senate with that as well. I'm very proud that we enacted paid leave for all women and that we strengthened Obamacare where it was weak. Now people do not need to be fearful when they get sick anymore. There's still a lot to be done, though. I see. What else? I'm very glad that we were finally able to get Justice Merrick Garland on the Supreme Court. He was very deserving, and it was just a sham that he was held hostage for so long by Mitch McConnell and the Republicans. I'm sure you're also happy about getting to appoint a second justice as well. Indeed I am. I think that with Justice Mossfeather, we will finally see some very progressive, liberal legislation take root in our nation. No more worrying about the overturn of Roe v. Wade or the restriction of LGBTQ rights. I'm very excited about the direction of the court with he and Justice Garland on board. I do have to say that I was surprised to see Justice Mossfeather show up for his first day of work in tie-dye robes and Birkenstocks. Oh, did you know that he's the first openly vegan justice we've ever had on the court? I didn't. Oh, he's also the first justice to have dreadlocks, and he makes his own turquoise jewelry. But I digress. Let's talk about the midterm elections a little. What are you expecting? I think that the Republicans are mounting a fierce campaign, but unfortunately for them, they aren't really taking any votes from us. They're mostly appealing to that aging white demographic that is starting to dry up. I'm glad that the success we've had these past two years has shown the white nationalists that supported Donald Trump that they have no place in a modern United States. Do you expect to keep the House and Senate? I do. I think that people realize they're better off than they were two years ago and that the Democratic Party is through shooting itself in the foot. We are strong and diverse and we embrace change that is good for America. Hey, baby, you almost done? 
I was going to put on the new season of Man in the High Castle. Not now, Bill. I'm doing an interview. And you know I don't like shows about alternate histories. Okay, cool. I'm sorry about that. He gets so annoying when he gets bored. That's quite all right. Finally, what do you hope to do in the next two years? I'd like to keep pushing our country forward. I plan to get us off of fossil fuels as much as possible, preserve more of our beautiful natural landscape, and make sure that we keep enacting stricter gun control measures to keep our children safe. I'd also love to legalize cannabis because, as we know, it is not the problem, but the solution to our opioid epidemic. President Clinton, we appreciate your time today. Good luck in the midterms. Thank you. Get out and vote! That was Hillary Clinton, 45th President of the United States. Now it's time for this week's Big Little Wins. Kudos to Felix Brandt in Atlanta, who ate someone else's lunch that was left in the break room fridge and did not get caught. We know that someone, probably Karen, had a really nice looking homemade sandwich that you stole and ate at your desk. We don't condone this type of behavior, but that doesn't make it any less of a Big Little Win. Congrats also to Nina Montez in Tucson, whose children finally grew out of their frozen phase. You mercifully will not have to listen to Let It Go, or do you want to build a snowman again for a very long time? But just brace yourself for whatever thing they get into next, because this Big Little Win could end up being a defeat. If you'd like to share a Big Little Win with us, post on our Facebook page or send us a tweet. That's all for this special Alternate Universe episode of Consider Our Knowledge. If you want more from the best-looking news team in public radio, visit ConsiderOurKnowledge.com. You can also like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter, at ConsiderOurKnow. To subscribe to the podcast, you can go to iTunes or Stitcher.com. The COK team includes Emily Clausen, Natalie Thorpe, Marianne Wetzel, Jeremiah Knight, Hobart Willis, and Spencer Cannon. Our intern is Ryan Shattuck. Thanks for listening. I'm Connor Bentley. Oh, for sure. He'll probably end up as some bad boy's man. <laughs> bad boy's man friend. Bad boy's man friend. <laughs> That's so much better. You bad just... boy's man friend. I like that. Bad like boy's that man friend. Yeah. Bad boys, man. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> it's just, don't like a screw up for the better. It's yeah, so good. it's so good. <laughs>